Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Moss. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Crothy. And I am, in fact, also your host, Paul Burkhart. Buddy, episode 99. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, dude, it goes by quick, right? I was telling you that. Like, you start one of these goofy podcasts, and next thing you know, you're like, damn, we've done 100 of these? Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, man. So, speaking of episode 100... We are going to be doing a live-streamed episode to celebrate our 100th episode, okay? And I got some details for you guys. It's going to be going down on April 26th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 Central, 6.30 Pacific. Now, if you live in some faraway land, you're going to have to do the conversions yourself, bro, okay? It's easy enough. Google it. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm not good at math. So, um, <laughs> we're going to be doing that at the Twitch channel where we stream every weekend, twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod. There's always a link in the notes if you guys want to uh, find it. And of course, like if you can't make it, it'll be going up on the regular feed on Monday, May the 1st, as usual. So, uh, you Do guys, we want to uh, spoil the uh, Yeah, I was, was going to ask. Yeah. So for our 100th episode, we're going to be doing the third round of our character draft. We figured that might be a fun one to do for the live stream. People seem to like those episodes. Plus, I think there's good opportunity for interaction with chat and stuff with that topic. Same. And yeah. it's literally the day before the NFL draft. So, so uh, now that was happenstance. That yeah. wasn't us sitting down being real big brained. You know what I mean? That just... That's just how it worked out. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you guys should come by and hang out, celebrate 100 episodes with us. You know, it ain't going to be super long, hour, maybe an hour and a half if, if things get real wild. But, you know, your typical high potion uh, length. And we would love to hang out with you guys. So come do that. All right, buddy. So uh, for this episode, let's not think about next episode. Let's think about mm -hmm. this episode. We're going to be talking about something I am very excited for, and I'm real happy to report. Seems that your excitement for it is growing as well, and that's Final Fantasy 16. Oh, man. I'm very stoked. I watched the state of play here about uh, 30 minutes ago and ready to talk about it. Yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about. PlayStation did a state of play completely devoted to Final Fantasy. Now, I didn't go back and do my research on this, Steve. I, I can't remember another third-party focused state of play in the past you know what i mean mm -hmm. um thank you walter he's also excited um so yeah i uh I, th I thought that was kind of a cool big deal that they were like yeah we're gonna give a whole state of play to a third party game granted it's a third party timed exclusive and it's certainly right. a big deal in that regard um so so they didn't do one for remake then i can't remember if they did one or if square did one like that okay. wasn't under the playstation banner right I can't remember. state of play um gotcha i can't remember so that's why i was saying i could be wrong about that um but either way man they they need to tout that horn yeah uh, they you do. know toot that horn i mean they, that game looks awesome and it's a big chip you know in the console mm -hmm. battle these days oh without a doubt i mean you have the 
the first mainline entry Final Fantasy game in like almost seven years, right? And it's a timed exclusive. Mm -hmm. um, now, you know, and, and by the way, when I say this, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not directly shitting on Sony because they all do it. Sony likes to be real cagey with this timed exclusive stuff, right? Where they don't say, oh, it's a t they're just like PlayStation exclusive for a little while. <laughs> it could be for like 10 years. We, we, right. don't, we don't know. Yeah, who knows? I think it's... Remake still ain't out on Xbox. I, we know that much. Uh, yeah, but from what I was reading, it might be only six months. Now, we'll see. Like, at the end of the day, I'm getting it on launch on the PlayStation. So, sorry. Mm, of everybody. course. You know? Um, <laughs> but... Got to do what you got to do. The yeah. and and you know Xbox doesn't do that as much. But the reason they don't do that as much is because they don't get as many third party timed exclusives. So right, you know, if they had the opportunity, I'm sure they would deploy the same tactics. On a quick tangent on mm -hmm. that, just real quick, um, did you see that Redfall uh -huh. I had another was... bummer of a fucking announcement? I saw that. I knew. I saw this, and I was like, "Well, this is going to affect Steve. I'm going to hear about I mean, this from Steve." It's, it's like every not... time they announce something with this yeah. game, it's bad. It's just like, God, guys. Not Do you just want to, this um, game to fail? You know. Now, l let me say, when I said I know I was going to hear about this from Steve, that's just because Steve and Nick are my two like frame boys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. my, they mm -hmm. like the frames, the high frames. You know, as someone that it, it doesn't necessarily affect me, it, it's a game by game, right? Like, I'm playing um, uh, Ishin, right, mm -hmm. in quality mode. I'm pretty sure I played Resident Evil in quality mode. It looked real nice um never had any problems now with something that's like more action oriented like for instance final fantasy 16 or elden ring or demon souls something like that i definitely go with the the frame like the the higher frame rate mm -hmm. uh yeah man they, they just can't get a single piece of positive news and i'll be honest the ori original trailer wasn't positive news for me because that first trailer <laughs> i was like whoa i don't know about yeah that. I'm, no, I'm still just... gonna try it Thank but, God for Game Pass, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that would. It's, it's one if, that, if it wasn't for Game Pass, I wouldn't be seeing a second of that game. I right, would never yeah. spend money on that game. Nope, not a chance. And I like Arcane, but I would. Not I do too. Them. I'm yeah. a big fan, honestly, of Arcane Studios, but uh, I don't think that's it. Yeah. That anyway, ain't it, kid. Um, <laughs> so before we jump into the Final Fantasy of it all, you would do a Dead by Daylight update since oh, we're man. back into yeah. it. Oh. Our fucking buddy Rob, I know. friend of the podcast, and even further back friend of both of ours, decided to join us for some Dead By last night. Man, I was so excited. I was having a rough day at work yesterday. Not work-related, just wasn't feeling great. And Steve sent me a text. Steve likes to give me, like, Rob updates Steve on what he thinks of one of our episodes, and then Steve passes the line, the, the line down to me. And so I got one of those. I was like, oh, cool. I wonder what Rob, <gasps> he wants to play Dead by Daylight with us. Oh, shit. Yeah, here's the Discord. If I was on it, buddy. Ooh, I was excited. <laughs> it was fun, man. Right away, he shows up and he's like, why are y'all all carrying toolboxes? He's got his flashlight ready yep. to troll the killer. You yeah. Know? <laughs> oh, dude. And my favorite, like in the very first match we're playing, he's like, guys, you just got to disrespect the killer. Like he came in bit ready, <laughs> bit in hand, disrespect the killer. Yep. <laughs> executed it flawlessly too i might add that first match we disrespected the killer yeah that killer <laughs> like um, i said i think that killer might have just been online to get some login points or challenges or some daily ritual or something yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah man i was so glad to hang out with that dude and play some dead because we have been talking about playing dead by daylight with him since we started playing dead by daylight because mm -hmm. you'd mm -hmm. always be you know who plays this rob and i'd be like oh shit, that would be cool if he played with us you know so i was real stoked to have him got to hear Those about his tiny house he's building oh yeah oh bob vila head ass tiny house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yep. he, he, he had to go because he's like i gotta get up at five in the morning for no reason at all yeah okay <laughs> sayonara buddy have a good one good night um <laughs> we also got to play a killer we have so you know we we haven't played in close to two years right regularly um and we got to play against a killer that we haven't played yet that's been sort of our what we're keeping an eye out with because so many have released and uh, so we haven't played a lot of them. We played the Dredge. Mm. We played the Knight. I think that's the mm. only two ones, two new killers until last night. Still no Pinhead. 
I ain't yep. seen Dick a pinhead yet. He must suck. He must. <laughs> um, we got to play against Wesker, and Wesker yeah. is fucking horrifying, dude. He'll snatch your ass up real quick. Yeah, he had some terrifying speed. Like I, I would see him across the way and be like, "Oh, I can, I can get away from him or whatever." I know I've got an escape route, and then he'd yeah. be up my ass and yeah. slamming me, and it would be, it would be crazy. What did they call him? The Mastermind. They can't really call him Albert Wesker for some reason. Yeah, well, or at least that's the that's, that's their, their kind gimmick, of the bit right? They, they yeah. go with yeah, yeah. I don't uh-huh. know why, because like you know, like okay, so when you load in and you're playing against Michael Myers, it's the shape. Now that makes sense because that's what he is known as in the script for the original Halloween. But then mm-hmm. like Freddy, they're like, oh, it's the nightmare. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, just call him fucking Freddy, guys. Or the, um, I think the only one that they don't, you know, have some fancy nickname for is the Demogorgon, and his ass is just the Demogorgon when you load him. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a good time. Uh, Wesker whipped our ass. We had a couple killers that really knew boot goofed on us last night. Yeah, yeah, but we were still able to get our points going though. It wasn't like yeah, no, it wasn't total utter... annihilation. Yeah, yeah, like you know, we've had actually, you know, for as much shit as I've heard talked, uh, we have had very little time of like tunneling killers. You know what I mean? Like Mm-mm. that one guy tunneled you there at, at the end of that one game. But it was because we had just been annihilating him so bad mm. he needed to get some points. But like you know, when you get hooked in the first thirty seconds of a match and the killer stands in front of you, that's right. like worst that dead sucks. by daylight yeah. experience because you waited like eight minutes to get into a match. Exactly. You don't get any points. You know what I mean? Like it just totally sucks. So we haven't had any of that, and it's been real fun. Yeah, fun. yeah. I have yet to have like a frustrating dead by daylight match since we've been back, because mm-hmm. that the, yeah, that can happen where like you just get a dickhead killer, um, right? Because it's not even about winning and losing, really. No, it's like about getting your points. winning is great. Don't right. get me wrong, but but if you manage to do a bunch of shit, repair your gens, rescue people, heal them, stun the killer, do all these other things, you're racking up points, and that's the point of it all. And buddy, you know? can I say? Uh, you know how you told me uh, when we were playing Street Fighter, you told me I'm a grab guy now, buddy. You're a mm-hmm. you're a fucking hand banana guy now. I've just been waiting <laughs> to bring this up. You've been dropping them hand bananas, and I've been noticing. I've been trying. Yeah, man. I've seen them. I've seen them happen. Oh, yeah, I've had I've had some success looping lately. Yeah, you know, some killers still just immediately. Just yeah, I mean that's up, the same but... way with me. Even you know, like sometimes I'm really great at looping a killer. Sometimes I am not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rob bro <laughs> he has that one yui perk where you can drop a pallet and then pick it back up and drop it again and he was mm-hmm. like do you guys ever use that it's so funny to drop the same pallet on the killer like in the same loop and i was like no that sounds awesome though and then yeah. like five minutes later he does it he goes hey halls guess what i just said <laughs> oh, loved it and we got to see jeff in full troll mode last night that's right nice. jeff god Jeff dropped more flashbangs than uh, a SWAT team going oh into God. like a twelve-story building. You know yeah, what I no. mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, and dude. He, he got he got one of them real bad. Like it was real funny. Like he flashbanged him, ran around the corner, and got in a locker and, and made another flashbang. And while he was doing that, the the guy went up and kicked the generator that he had rigged. So he got flashbanged again. Then he came around and got flashbanged again. Yeah, went by, the, by the reload, it was so funny. The dude just put his controller down. Oh, I dude, think, that that <laughs> that killer that he made so mad that the guy just put his controller down and just it, you just saw the killer stand in there mm-hmm. for minutes. He just oh. trolled him to death. Oh, <laughs> it's awesome. It was great. It was real great. Uh, and then we got some uh, Street Fighter time, and we had like a uh, real fun stream last night where I felt like. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we'll get in, we'll play like two Street Fighter matches, and then everybody's ready to play Dead by Daylight, right? Last mm-hmm. night, we immediately jumped in Dead by Daylight, got some solid matches in, went right over to Street Fighter and got some good time in on that. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, you guys kicked the shit out of me last night. I had a had a down evening for sure, but it was still a good time. Man, you and Jeff were really going at it. I am, uh, I really like playing ball hog. <laughs> Ooh, I was going to say, your ball rog is... Straight nasty these days, man. Man, leave it to me to finally be like, oh, I'll start playing charge characters and get halfway decent with one for them to be like, he's not going to be in six. I mean, he might <laughs> eventually, but at least not at launch. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But we'll see. We'll see what uh, charge characters available in the that starting. Man, Walter loves this PlayStation, bro. He just rubs his face all over it, over and over again. Same color as me. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so speaking of the PlayStation, on mm. June 22nd of this year, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out, and they did a state of play this week that I was very excited about, and it paid off, you know? Um, I'm a little back and forth on whether I dig, like, the single game state of play or Xbox presentation. You know, in the past, mm -hmm. like, like I think the Horizon games are cool, but I wasn't necessarily, like, looking to watch 30 minutes of Horizon footage nah. that came out. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And um, if they had done, like, a demon souls i would not have watched that you know i ooh, wouldn't have wanted it okay spoiled. okay so. see that's interesting that's mm -hmm. interesting like i i was not going to watch this state of play simply for that reason but i was really excited about the game and we could get an episode out of it so yeah. let's do it i mean like i was by the end of it i was really happy i watched it let's just say yeah that. man and and listen i don't th i mean you're we're talking about because they've come out and said that you know like the if you're going to do the story, just the story and some side stuff, it's probably about 35 hours to beat this game, 60 to 70 to do everything. Mm -hmm. Which means you'll your first playthrough will be around 80. Yeah, yeah, mine might be longer. <laughs> you know I'll be dicking around. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, that's... I hate to say, you know, a 60 to 70 hour game is lean, but for a Final Fantasy, that that is a little lean. Granted, that's about the, the length uh, remake was, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, it's just, on the other hand, buddy, I, am, I can't even tell you how many hours I'm into my Final Fantasy XV playthrough, replay through. And you want to talk about doing some dicking around, bro. It, there's too much. <laughs> there's too much. Too much not great stuff. But I still do it for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um that's a theme that you'll hear about again when we talk about Ishin when I finish that game. Oh, yeah. I'm um, hoping that uh, the stuff that you you get to waste your time doing in 16 is more rewarding. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it pro it looks like it's going to be. They didn't get too much into, like, um, getting into the field and picking up side quests and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, there's going to be tons of that shit. So. Oh, yeah. Well, like, there's this one shot. Um, so... You know, we'll talk about this system first since it just sort of naturally happened. There's a shot of the world map. And the mm -hmm. way 16's traversal is, is it's not open world, right? Um, it's taking more of a, an approach of like 12 or 10 that has a world map with different areas that you go visit. Mm -hmm. Those areas Locations. can be really fucking huge, though, right? Mm -hmm. Also not dissimilar to the last Dragon Age game in a lot of ways. Yeah, I have um, no problem with it, by the way. No, I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't need every one of my favorite franchises to suddenly to become go, an mm. open world game, right? Like, exactly. You know, if a franchise I really like wants to go open world, like, fucking nail it, you know? It doesn't always have to do that, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I really like that. Like, 10 and 12 are both um, two of my favorite Final Fantasy games, so the fact that they're seemingly taking some inspiration from both of those is really cool like for instance right did you notice the monster hunts you can go on like there's a bounty board mm -hmm. and, yep. and it'll give you quests to go take out like tougher monsters i could be wrong you know but i'm pretty sure the first time that was in a, a final fantasy game was in 12 now granted it came back in 13 and 15 mm -hmm. um but you know that that's clearly something that they're bringing over from those games, which I like that. I like doing those sure. monster hunts, you know? Um, and if you saw on that map, right? Like it was real. The, I was actually impressed the way they put this state of play together because they gave you a lot of information and then they showed you a lot of information. If you paid attention to, you could figure some other things out that they didn't necessarily go into, right? So on the map, you got all your locations and like your main story quest location has a red icon under it that signifies this is the story quest. All the other ones had little green icons that were side quests. So you would hover over a location and it would show you the available side quests below it. Um, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, 
one of my things with Yakuza or Like a Dragon in general that bugs me a little bit is how esoteric it can be to trigger a side quest sometimes. Now, granted, they always have some sort of item that's either easy to get or not so easy to get that will show you where all the side quests are on the map. Just cut out the middle, man. Just, just start showing me where the qu side quests are. Just guys, do please. it. Yeah, you know. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I am not one of those guys that's looking to complete a four-page hexagon puzzle to figure out how to open a side quest. So, <laughs> if, they're not, if they make it nice and easy, that's, that's good with me. Well, now, if that side quest is like a deep cut where you get like some insane weapon. Or, you yeah, know, now that's fine. Worth, you know, I'm fine with that stuff. But. Now, one thing that I hope they, I don't know about you, Steve, but one of my favorite things to do back in the day in Final Fantasy games, 7, 9, 10, was find the each character's quote-unquote uh, ultimate weapon, right? Like, mm -hmm. And there was some esoteric shit to, to get them sometimes. Like with Lulu and 10, you had to dodge 200 lightning bolts. Boof. Boof. Or Bam. fucking Waka, you got to play a dick load of Blitzball. Get out of here. Get out of here, <laughs> Blitzball. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope they bring that back. Even though doesn't seem like the party is a huge component of this one right mm -hmm. um yeah it seems like there's gonna be kind of people coming in and out mm -hmm. of clive's life mm -hmm. i guess mm -hmm. guest and, characters almost yeah and i don't even know if you control them nope. so much no I they think that they strict they straight up said that when you have another character in your party you don't control them they do they all just react to you mm -hmm. now you have your dog dog you which you can give orders to bro that's the most interesting looking dog i've ever seen i mean when i don't we could just call him a wolf but you know. yeah, he's a wolf okay yeah he's a basically wolf. a wolf yeah well but he looks fucking awesome and i can't wait to uh dick around with him around you know what i mean you oh, can yeah. give him commands and yes. uh that looks awesome i love that idea and listen yoshi p don't you fucking kill that dog in this story bro. no they better not Bro, you better not kill this dog. You best not kill this dog, bro. Um, and, and can I just add in one more time how, how excited I am that Yoshi P is working on a mainline single-player Final Fantasy game. Jeez. He, des he deserves it, man. Yeah, man. I mean, Deserves the shot. The, the way he pulled Final Fantasy XIV out of its nosedive to turn it into like one of the most successful and I feel best MMOs ever made is stunning it's astonishing mm -hmm. um agreed the dog oh by the way did you notice in the state of play they were like oh yeah you can pet the dog and give them treats too like oh, they were like yeah. we know people want to know about this mm -hmm. um, yeah you got to give them some treats and <laughs> it did seem like you said you do it does look like you do get guest characters sometimes um and you know it, they'll fight alongside with you i just all right, I want to get this out of the way because I don't want to spend this and our eventual review episode complaining about it. I miss turn-based combat, man. I know, I In know, Final and I Fantasy. know a lot of people like are not going to agree with that uh, uh, with us on that. Um, but we're old school like that way, and it just hurt my feelings a little bit to hear in the trailer where he's like combat is fully real time and not, not turn-based turn yeah, yeah that, that's yeah, what i was like... gonna say they hit it real hard and i was like guys listen right come on and, yeah i didn't need to get punched in the balls like that and like you know okay for final fantasy 7 remake I, I almost get it turning it into more of an action rpg even though it did have some turn-based elements to it right um because it's a remake why you know like why not do something new right strangers of paradise final fantasy souls okay it's just man i don't know at what point it feels like after 13 right after that game they were like final fantasy is going to become like an action rpg and i know mm. they said that this is the entry's first full action rpg 15 is pretty much an I was going to say 15, yeah. 15. And I didn't ca really care for the, the system in 15, um, which was what kind of drove me away. That said, this system in 16 looks kind of cool. I like how they kind of, you can kind of customize it a little bit, apparently. You yeah. know, with the, 
with the the stuff you can equip so that that might be nice especially at first to kind of get the hang of combat where you have something that's kind of teaching you how to dodge yeah and and land attacks and stuff like that i will probably use that because i as as much as i enjoyed 7 remake i i don't think i ever was super comfortable with that combat system it took me so long buddy like, because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I started playing 7 on release date and petered off after a little while, like the remake. And didn't I put it down for like over a year and then went back to it. And it wasn't until my second time playing that I felt like I got a decent handle on the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'll say this. I think you can see a clear progression in their sort of action combat from 15 to 7 remake to this. Like, Absolutely. I see elements of both of those games in this it just seems further was refined yeah iterated yeah, yeah they're they're getting the hang of it you know it's eventually it, this and it may be with this one um refined to a point where i really like it you know mm-hmm. i just i don't know yet we'll we'll have to it, wait for i mean the product it, to see it looks beautiful like the combat mm-hmm. system in in action looked incredible yeah, I mean, you can do so much. Like, mm-hmm. he's chaining all these moves together. You're running around firing, like, projectiles, mm-hmm. casting spells, and, and partners um, are hitting them. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but they specifically hired a dude from Capcom to help with the combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, Somebody that may have worked on, like, the Devil May Cry stuff. So I think that's mm-hmm. good. Like... They specifically headhunted a guy that could help them with action combat, which I do think they kind of needed, right? Yeah. Like having mm-hmm. played their two attempts before this. Um, now, I will say this, and granted, this was just a trailer or a state of play. Did it seem like he was doing some real fa- flashy shit and not a lot of damage to some of those enemies? I was going to bring that up. Oh like, I hope, the, I hope that this the enemies are less bullet spongy than they appear, because right. that was my one big concern with this was that it looks like you're not doing any damage to these things despite doing moves that dante from devil may cry would fall to his knees and wonder at you yeah know like there's, there's so much fancy and i get it like if you're putting together a trailer where you're wanting to show off these sick combos and stuff maybe you you bump up the enemies health or mm-hmm. something so you can see the full chain go through and see the fancy shit but that True. i'll be honest it worried me watching i was like hey, <laughs> me too man holy shit he's doing some anime ass shit and uh, barely any life is going away from their meter man yeah and these aren't like bosses these are just no. like basic ass bitch enemies that he's yep. fighting you know mm-hmm. like the the bosses were even more ridiculous i think but yeah hopefully that was just a trailer thing i'm yeah. hoping um I like the idea that it's like this almost sort of multi-generational story where mm-hmm. it, it covers the the main character Clive in his teens, his 20s, and his 30s. By the way, yeah. this is real funny to me. I didn't realize this. This is He's like 32 or something, and he's the oldest Final Fantasy protagonist <laughs> in history. 32. That, yeah, that makes sense makes sense they're all young yeah uh but yeah i think from what i got from this presentation was that maybe at the beginning there's like a big crazy action sequence and he gets knocked out and then there's a flashback flash they flash him back to his teens yeah that's kind of starts i think cool cool little idea yeah and i think it's going to go back and forth like i think there will be parts in the game story-wise where it flashes back and you play you know, flashback chapters. Almost Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in both the teens and the twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I think that's a fascinating way to, to introduce elements, then explain elements. Cause another thing I noticed, I don't know about you, buddy. They sort of flat out said, Oh, there's a lot of unspoken, uh, lore in this world. Right. Uh-huh. They were yep. like, Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Like when you, when you pick up an item to look at it, it may just be like, Gives you plus ten to defense, but there's like a big thick paragraph of yeah. lore on top. Well, of and it. then there's a whole place. So I do. We'll talk about this too. There's a hub oh, world. God, your 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 castle. And there's there was... one thing in particular I I I can't wait to bring up. And uh, it's the... <laughs> let's keep keep going. Oh, I think I know what <laughs> it's going to be because it's going to be a bit, bro. Um, so there's there's a whole library you can go to with a whole an NPC you can talk to that just brings up lore entries about the that's, world. That's what I was talking about. Like, and when you do it, oh no, 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 no. Um, 
It's the guy you tell who tells the stories. Yes. Oh, that, and it does it in that like the sixteen yes, the bit Final style. Fantasy two style. Yeah. yeah. Or four. My bad. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That was I. I saw that and lost my shit. I was like, that's so awesome. You know, honestly, I think they took that uh, idea from Dragon Quest Eleven. Nice. They do nice. something very similar in Dragon Quest Eleven. Um. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. So, what were you going to talk about at the hideout? That, that one. The, oh, okay. the, the 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 Final Fantasy oh. four graphics when you talk to the story guy or whatever. Okay, I just so I got to cool. bring up like you know. Okay, listen. I got some Final Fantasy waifus, all right. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm no, I'm not going to hide it anymore. I'm down <laughs> tre- tremendously bad. Okay. <laughs> right, Yuna, huh? Tifa, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Um, <laughs> Uh, Minophilia, huh? From Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen, huh? Um, I got him. All right, I don't care anymore. All right, I'm that guy, right? So I was watching this fucking trailer, with being like, "Ooh, who's the new waifu?" Didn't really see one. That's fine. Maybe surprises down the road. But there was one lady character, and her name was Mid. And you know what? Her character design was in fact Mid. <laughs> Man, uh, sometimes we go shopping, mm-hmm. you know, as you do, mm-hmm. to buy groceries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's this spaghetti sauce uh, that's on the market now, and it is called Mid as well. And I was like, mm, that board meeting did not go the, the way it should have. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever gonna buy that. But hmm, you do. Did, can you just imagine, like, mm, this spaghetti sauce is Mid. <laughs> you should bottle it. For What's people your that secret? Just, <laughs> just Mid. You know, hold up a jar of mid. <laughs> it's mid. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, when they said, "Oh, her her name is Mid," I was like, "That's gonna be a bit. That's a bit right there." <laughs> oh shit. Um, now another thing I want to talk about is this is the first Final Fantasy in a very long time that's going back to a more high fantasy swords mm-hmm. and boards setting right like makes me super duper happy as well like i'll be honest with you steve my heart lies with the weird sci-fi fantasy uh, final fantasies but i don't think they should ignore their heritage right like and okay so you know they they really started going in that route with six i feel right you had magitech engines oh sure yeah yeah, six was the big jump Mm -hmm. seven obviously Eight and then nine, they were like, "Okay, well, this is going to be going back." And and nine is so good, so I good. I and, love it. And so part much. of it is because of that that style. And then like I don't like ten, you know, weird uh, eleven. Mm-hmm. I I can't really remember much about the story and setting of eleven. Twelve also, you know, sort of sci fi, very Star Warsy. Thirteen maybe the most sci-fi of them all 15 mm-hmm. it's just four dudes wearing fancy black clothes driving a car like it's <laughs> road trip the final fantasy game like so like i'm glad that they finally gone back to it and there was something nice and refreshing about watching this and seeing you know like regular sort of medieval style armor and weapons and magic you know and and nobody's using like guns and motorcycles and shit. Like it was kind mm-hmm. of refreshing, mm-hmm. um, it's to the point even where I think they did, by the way, show off your quote unquote airship in this. And it's not an airship. It's just a boat. It's just a. It's a ship. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a ship. Yeah. No air about it. it. It had some fancy thrusters on it and stuff, but I don't think that thing's hitting the air anytime. It could. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I kind of appreciate the going back to a more sort of fantasy-focused setting. Um, what's, the, what's the line at the beginning of, of Wolf and Man? I feel a change. I feel a change. Back to a better day. The hair stands on the shapeshift. <laughs> As Walter jumps yep. on your shoulder. <laughs> he said, nah, man, of cat and man. Yep. <laughs> um, and he moogle, moogle head ass, Walter oh, head, head ass. Speaking of which, they, you notice they, they gave, they, they, uh, they didn't p- specifically call them out, but they gave oh, you some. They're there. Yeah, yeah. They gave you some looks at some Final Fantasy mainstays. There was a Moogle. We got to see Chocobos. Mm-hmm. Chocobos. Um, they called out the character Sid, right? Mm-hmm. No mention of Wedge, or, of Wedge or Biggs yet, but they're gonna be in there. Um, um, was Sid the old like the guy who's got like the real deep voice? He in sounds the fucking familiar, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, what we know that voice. From I something. the whole time while I was streaming, watching this, I was like, I know that voice from somewhere, and I can't place it. It was driving Maybe me crazy. Like Game of Thrones or something like that. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Walter. All right, you're gonna have to get down, buddy. But not, yeah, it was not while we're it was recording. a really kind of like super deep, almost too deep for that character. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Because, you know, Final Fantasy guys look like fancy anime boys, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Most always. of the time. Yeah. Like, just uh, just like, um, you know, I have Final Fantasy waifus. There's plenty of people out there that got Final Fantasy senpais. That's for sure. I do. Oh, fuck yeah. Notice me, Sephiroth. Notice me, senpai, he said. Sephiroth! Um... What are you looking up? I'm trying to see who does that voice. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, yeah, I don't even. I'm not even sure if the character's name is Sid, that that guy, but mm-hmm. maybe it is. I got a little confused on who is who. Ooh. Uh Steve, there. Ooh, ooh. Sid Sid Alphus Telemon is Ralph Innocent. I think this is the dude. Uh, just seeing the guy's face, I'm like, ooh, I bet you that's who does that. Mm-hmm. Um, for voicing Hunter, Charles Vane, and Cutter. Hunter, Charles. Um, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's... he was in he was in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Okay. I don't know. Um, maybe it's just I recognize him from other video games. Could it could be. be. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. it definitely could be. Look at this. I got to show you. I think the waifu hunt has been concluded, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Where'd she go? <laughs> right here, Jill Warwick. Oh, yeah, Jill, the childhood friend. Yeah, look at her all grown up. Sheesh. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll see. I wasn't blown away by her uh, when she first showed up in the trailer. Yeah, but we're going to end up spending a lot more time with her then. But that so. may also be, like, young, younger Jill that yeah. we see. Yeah, see, that's what it is. It's already got it listed, you know, that there's... Um, one thing that uh, is interesting to me... It seems, and I could be wrong about this, that there's there's a fire emblemy kind of deal going on where there's like a the historian lady you can talk to, and mm-hmm. she can she can teach you about all the houses and and, yep. and the the relationships and all that stuff. And I feel like you can kind of be involved in that as well. I see. I was wondering. I wondered. I was wondering if there was some sort of kingdom, not necessarily kingdom building, but like mm-hmm. relationship building, because. Right. The whole idea is that it's six different kingdoms. Each of them controls the power of a summon, or in this uh, this one, an icon. And of course, it's not mm-hmm. like I C O N, like they had E I K O N. No, E I C H O N. No, I think it oh, is E I K O N. I think. Yeah, right. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, oh, bro, but we can maybe talk about my favorite part of this trailer i'm sure it was your favorite part of the trailer <laughs> Dude, let's do it let's do it go for it i mean oh my god the the uh, the icon gameplay oh my god i was not expecting that man i had goosebumps the entire time dude okay so i was explaining this on the stream that i did i love final fantasy summons to me they are as big of a part of Final Fantasy as crystals, as moogles, as chocobos, airships, dudes named Sid, big swords. Mm-hmm. 
uh, mm-hmm. anime waifus. I love summons, right? <laughs> like, and, and a big part of that comes from, obviously, you know, uh, six and four. Seven, man. Seven, seven was the one. Seven was <laughs> the one, man. And then, you know, eight has some cool summons, but those summon scenes were so long. Mm-hmm. They, they went off the deep end. Yeah. And then, you know, what they started doing is they started toying with this idea of you play the summon when you summon them mm-hmm. in 10. Like in 10, you, you, you summon in your summon, and then you have abilities and stuff that you can choose for the summon to execute. They don't just show up on the field and do a big attack, right? Right. Kind and, of like you could kind of do that in 7 Remake, right? Like, you you know, when you had your summon, you mm-hmm. could pick attacks mm-hmm. for them to do. Right. Sort of probably similar. That's and, and like they even did it in 13. When you summoned a character or the when you called in the summon in 13, you would then sort of choose actions for them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 really, in my opinion, dropped the ball with summons. In fact, I'm, I'm 100% sure it's part of the reason I don't like that game as much as I normally would was... They made summons really hard to pull off. There had to be very specific situations in combat before they'd let you summon them. In this, they just went full-on controlling summons, right? So it it seems like each, like I was saying, kingdom has their summon, right, that that protects their kingdom or whatever, their icon. Um, And those summons are tied to specific characters, right? Like it's like, this specific character has the ability to summon Shiva or Ifrit or Titans. I did not realize that like part of uh, seemingly the story of this game was going around and defeating other people's summons and then Mm -hmm. being able to summon them yourself. Mm -hmm. And what it leads to are icon versus icon or summon versus summon fights that are batshit crazy looking dude it reminds me of near in like Mm -hmm. an insane kind of way like where the gameplay changes into like these little mini games almost you know where they're all different depending on the matchup Mm -hmm. who's fighting and uh, like it just looks insane like the flying fights yeah they they specifically called out that each icon versus icon game is like a different game within Final Fantasy where some are like vertical shooters some are like giant kaiju wrestling matches like and mm-hmm. they showed so you know like I I haven't been deep diving onto Final Fantasy 16 information cuz I want to leave some of it as a surprise but you yeah. know I knew you know if free Shiva right we had seen the Ramu Ramu mm-hmm. uh uh Phoenix, those were the ones I had kind of seen in other trailers, but they showed off Titan. They showed, I was actually surprised. I think we saw uh, Bahamut, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they really showed off some other uh, summons in this state of play that were um, surprising that they did. And I cannot, they look insane, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think this has the potential in terms of. You know, when you say the summoning is part of your favorite, one of your favorite parts of the Final Fantasy series, I think this game has the potential to have the best summon system in Mm -hmm. any Final Fantasy game ever. Yeah, and did you notice, okay, so up in the top uh, left corner, you've got your your health bar, what I assume is like your stamina or mana bar, right? And then to the left of that, there's a portrait of a summon. And you can switch which summon you have active while you're fighting, not like while you're just as Clive and his buddies. And I mm-hmm. think like as you collect summons, it opens new skill trees, right, related to them that you can level Clive yep. up with. Mm-hmm. And then you can change your active summon on the fly to use different video uh, abilities, mm-hmm. like based on the situation. So like if you're fighting fire-based enemies, I would imagine you'd switch to Shiva to have mm-hmm. ice attacks and stuff. I don't know if that's exactly how it works, but that's the vibe I got. I think from. it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But, you know, and the upgrade system <clears throat> looks a little bit like the 7 remake mm-hmm. with the the spheres, although these look a little more um, There's a lot more. Right. There's yeah. a little more to it in a good way. I yeah. think uh you know, I I I like that they gave you the option to let the game pick your upgrades for you, but I'm not going to do that. I never do that. I'm too. I'm not, not doing that. I can't do that. Not with this one, like because it, a lot of them are combat abilities. Mm-hmm. And so when I unlock a combat ability, I want to look at it for a few minutes and be like, oh, okay, I need to hit 
these two buttons. Yeah, and learn it. Like, not just to have right. it auto-added and I do it by accident. <laughs> yeah. Go, oh, I do Oops. that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'd be taking control of that feature. Thank you very much. I also, so you mentioned it earlier. They're, they're definitely, and, and I understand why they're doing it, right? We're talking about a 35-year-old franchise that's about to have its 16th mainline entry. That's not counting dozens of spinoffs, right? They're definitely trying to to get across, and I think this is good. Like, it, at the beginning of the state of play, they're like, hey, even though it's the 16th entry, you don't have to have played any other Final Fantasy to play this, right? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> unless it's denoted as a um, direct sequel, they're not connected. None of them are. Not even close. Mm, I don't think. I mean, you know, like, yeah. But yeah, that is... That is those are deep. the only ones, <laughs> you know, the the iceberg meme where it shows you like yeah. the deep the the fact that 10 is a prequel to seven by like tens of thousands of years. That's deep cut shit. You don't right. even have to right. know that to play those games. Of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, that's the thing is that the, they're not connected to each other. You can start a new Final Fantasy and it's going to be new characters, a new setting. Like sometimes mm -hmm. Eva Lise might show up. Right. But it's still going right. to be new characters. Uh, this is all yeah. new. Um, and I like, it. not just them, I like seeing um, more accessibility options show up in video games, right? Because, like, I've said it before, like, I'm disabled, right? I don't have a disable, uh, disability that keeps me from being able to play video games and have fun, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. not, mine aren't hands, right? I don't have a hand disability. But I can imagine, like, how much that would suck, Right. So the more accessibility options these developers put that make it so more people can enjoy the game and have a good time, I think is a great idea. And plus, listen, like how many times, buddy, have you played a game fully able, right? You're fully abled with, with a, being able to use a controller, right? We're not one of these has turned you off of the game, like just not being able to grasp it or, or, you know, maybe the system is clunky and you can't get past it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if, for instance, for me, it's a game that I want to go back to. I'd love to beat it one day, but the parry system in Sekiro, I could, <laughs> right. And I, I know this is an extreme example, right? Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. The extreme of extremes. But since that's such a critical component of that game and I couldn't really get very good at it, I didn't give it enough time. But right. that turned me off of playing it, and in that split second, something shiny caught my eye, and I changed games, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that they have these systems in play where, okay, if, if you can't get the dodging mechanic down at first, you can put on an item that lets you auto-dodge. Perfect. Fucking perfect. Or whatever it may be. They, there were so many different ones. I think that is really cool, and that's a, an interesting idea uh, an interesting approach to accessibility in a game mm -hmm. is like actually have it sort of built into the game with magical items and shit. Like it's almost yeah. built into the lore. Um, and, and you know what I like is like, okay, let's say we start playing and I'm, I suck at the dodging. I can turn that auto dodge item on until I get the, get my hands and my brain wrapped around the other systems. And then when I'm ready to start incorporating manually dodging, I can do that. Um, yeah, and then you can replace that item with something yeah, more I, powerful. Yeah, I right. think that's a really cool approach to that. Mm -hmm. um, I agree, yeah. And you know what? They got a story mode, too. Like, if you want to just play it for the story, they got a story mode. Once again, I think that's an awesome idea for story-heavy games. Like, mm -hmm. final, like there's not going to be a story mode in a From game, bro. The story mode <laughs> is watching videos on YouTube after you leave it. You know what I mean? Like. That's Right. Huh? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. But like for a Final Fantasy or a Witcher or a Spider-Man, I'm saying these three because all three of them are have a story mode now. Like that mm -hmm. makes sense to me. And like I think that's really cool. Um, oh, and Jedi Fallen Order had one as well. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I totally um, am fine with that sort of thing. I also respect publishers who don't want that in their game as well. You see, know what I mean? That's the thing. I don't even say it's a matter. It's not like I, I'm like, dude, I respect that. I get it, right? Like mm -hmm. the the difficulty of a from game is what a from game is, 
Like that's, mm-hmm. that is the mechanic. They're hard, right? Like they're hard. They require repetition. Like I, I don't necessarily see, <clears throat> and granted, once again, maybe if I had trouble playing games, I would feel differently, but I don't see the necessity for a story mode and a from game because the gameplay in a from game is the from game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. At its core, that is what makes a from game. It's not the story, even though they're cool and all the hidden lore is awesome. Like, I love that. I love the idea of slowly unpacking and digging and theories. Yeah, That's yeah. why I like Neon Genesis Evangelion. That's why I like Lost. That's why I like Tool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, it doesn't make sense in that. If they did more traditional, heavy story based RPGs, then maybe. Maybe I would mm-hmm. see it then. Right. Yeah. And oh, by the way, Armored Core uh, got raided in North or er, in Korea. I don't know if it was North Korea, but which means that uh, that might be might be getting a release date on that pretty soon. Yeah, that's so. typically how it goes. Is that other other countries start re- uh, doing their ratings, which means they've got a near final. Uh, com, yeah, you know, yeah. build of the game for them to rate. And it. I'm, I'm stoked about it. Definitely gonna check it out. But it's not like I'm not holding it up to my. No, you're gonna be more I excited for Elden are. Ring DLC. Oh yeah. Now yeah. listen, if I get into Armor Core, and it, and I have as much fun with it as I did Elden Ring or Demon Souls, but it's mechs. Okay. <laughs> it'd be fuck awesome. yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think man. it could be really fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm also not expecting that level of from. You know what I mean? I think you might get a good dose of the speed that was in like Sekiro. I feel mm-hmm. like Sekiro is going to be a big influence on Some the game. design yeah. of this of Armored Core, and I, I I'll believe it when I see it. But I I do believe it that it will be like that. Well, and that you know parrying and shit. Honestly. <laughs> uh, that's the same team, right? Like, because there's kind of mm-hmm. multiple teams within From, right? And right, am I understanding that correctly? Yes. Where like, yeah, there's the one team that did like the uh, Dark Souls two and Sekiro, and then there's like the Miyazaki boys who did like mm-hmm. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Dark Souls three, Bloodborne, Elden Ring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they, look, they knocked it out of the park with Sekiro. Like, yes, so, they did. One of these days, you may have screwed up at the beginning of that too. You know, there's a part where, when you get the sword and you meet the, the child, he asks if you've got something to give to him, and you do, but you're not supposed to give it to him because keeping that item, like the parry system, is a lot more generous. Oh. Like, uh, you take less, like you don't take any damage from incorrect parries, kind of deal. Buddy, once again, okay. Can can I make a, a quick aside? Because I have to talk to you about something. I've been dreading bringing this up. All right? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> and then we'll finish up our Final Fantasy thoughts. Okay. I, I want nothing more than be able to play Sekiro. I'll be honest with you, buddy. Parrying systems in games are tough for me. I get mm-hmm. too, I'm too jumpy. You know what I mean? I get nervous and then I parry too early or... I fuck up and parry too late. Now, I got pretty mm-hmm. good at the one system in Elden Ring, the one with the mm-hmm. shield parry. Right. Right? So I got the, all right with the, that. Yeah, the Dark Souls parry, yeah. Yeah, and that one to me is is tougher, honestly, than the Well, oh, no, one. I meant in Elden Ring, the one where you... Oh, right, right, right. What are those called? There's the one that I got really good at where you could, like, knock with your shield and it did sort of the cinematic animation. Right. Was it the golden parry? No. I mean, it's just a parry, like a shield parry if yeah, you're doing it in the ring. It had a specific name to it. I can't remember. Um, hmm. But anyway, so, you know, the fact that everybody I talk to that loves Sekiro is like, oh, it's all about the parry. That scares me. And like, yeah, that makes it tough. You know, but I man, know that's just... something I've gotten better at in games through playing Souls games specifically. I, I'm, I'm definitely better than I used to be. Um, mm-hmm. for instance, like the first time I played Jedi Fallen Order, I didn't do a lot of parrying, bro. This last time, you know, it was definitely part of my arsenal. Now, mm-hmm. another thing. What I about did, Resident Evil 4? How many times did you knife parry in that? That parry system's super easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's super easy and forgiving. A bunch I, is the answer. I love that. Parry, yeah. That oh, me too. Me too. Um, so now, the other thing I want to bring up is Bloodborne, buddy. I've been, you know, I put in, I put in some time on Bloodborne. 
it's a game I'm going back to. I'm not going to restart it. I can't. I can't go through the fucking mm -hmm. gas coin part again. Mm -mm. You don't I, need to. <clears throat> <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. My throat's getting dry. <clears throat> I started getting very frustrated. Mm. <clears throat> not from the difficulty of the combat. I actually felt like I started getting my groove in the combat on Bloodborne. <coughs> it was doing parries pretty well in that. Mm -hmm. It's finding out where the fuck I'm supposed to go next, Steve. <laughs> Jesus Christ, everything looks the same, man. It's all creepy streets with creepy dudes, man. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I know I went to one area and you're like, yeah, that's kind of a side area. Well, I beat it. And then after that, I don't know where to go. Did you kill the blood-starved beast, right? Yes. Yeah, so that was totally a side area. Yeah, man. You just have to go back to the cathedral ward and go the other way. Yeah, you said that every time, and I went that other way. And every time, you know what happened? <laughs> the fucking creepy dude would kidnap me or put oh, me in his bag and kill sack. me. Yeah. He, he doesn't kill you. You wake up. Oh, yeah, I got past that part where I woke up in some other creepy-ass location, some yep, prison. Yep, And there, got, there's the, the music's like, oh, Lord. It's awesome. Yeah, I no, I, I was enjoying you need me it. watching you. You need me watching you. I'll tell you where to go. Okay, the next time we can do that, I'll pick it back up. Because, like I said, I am mm -hmm. not restarting. I am not no, restarting. Don't. No need. No need. <clears throat> I was just getting so lost and turned around, man. Like, I, th the that cathedral was ward is, is the worst part. Like, there's a couple kind of obscure spots you have to hit and passages to unlock there. And, and, and it's kind of a, you know, dense with enemies including those gigantic guys that you've seen walking around <laughs> and i'll say this i never experienced this in demon souls or elden ring like anytime i sat down to play demon souls or elden ring at the end of a play session i'd be like well i didn't beat a new boss but i made it further in the level mm -hmm. i found mm -hmm. you know I, I got a bunch of grasses or I beat a bunch of mini dungeons and, uh, you know, got further in the Safria River Whale or whatever it might be in Elden Ring. In Bloodborne, buddy, I would play for like four hours and be exactly where I was when I started. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. That's not a good feeling. Yeah, it's not. I, I, it's not. I, that's not at all. Yeah, that's a shame. That's definitely something where you should be progressing a little bit at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not <laughs> like... It's not the game's fault because that's how the game is designed, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. meant for exploration. It's meant to be very old school without maps and waypoints and stuff. That's fine. I respect that. I got to feel like I'm getting something done after spending that much time playing, though. You know? Oh, and that's man. On me. You talk about, like, some of those days where I used to just, lock, like, get on and just fight one boss for, oh. like, three, four hours and not win and oh, then just go. God. Go away, come back again, try, lose a couple more hours, go away. That's Those are the fun ones with from games. <laughs> now, if that was the case, if it was a, a case where I was doing my run to the boss, fighting the boss, mm -hmm. and losing, that's different. I was not getting into even getting to look at a boss. You know what right. I mean? Right, yeah. So, just running around in circles, yeah. You know, tough. But it's something I think I just need to get past i think like you said if i can get past cathedral world ward mm -hmm. and i even read up and and saw similar you know similar sentiments from people that were like just get past that part it's easier to navigate after that um final thoughts on final fantasy 16 the, the state of play i'm really excited i can't wait i mean june is just going to be an embarrassment an embarrassment of riches you have like a, three like really insane franchises all releasing the same month and not just like this isn't like they're like oh my god guys guess what in june of 2023 we are releasing a new call of duty and a new assassin's creed and a new watchdogs like you know what i mean like three <laughs> franchises i don't particularly don't care give for. A shit about right? yeah i like I, out of those i like assassin's creed the best by a mile sure um, no it's three franchises that are all extremely my shit like right. my favorite fa fighting game franchise my favorite rpg franchise and my favorite blizzard game like my favorite Blizzard franchise of all theirs. Mm -hmm. Whew, that's tough. That's rough. 
I know. I mean, it's like, where will the time go? Let's. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, who's so gonna get the time? I'll I'll say this. My goal is by the release of Starfield to have Final Fantasy 16 beaten, like completed. I have no doubt you will. I think that one I'll kind of tear through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to have our group Diablo 4 play through, like one play through the story once. Because I have a feeling like if we really get into it, it's, it'll be the thing where we do like the further difficulty tiers and replay with the same characters to like rank them up and stuff. I would like to have those two games, one story completely completed in Diablo 4 and Final Fantasy 16 cleared before starfield comes out in september that's my goal yeah. and i think that's a conserve like i'm being fairly conservative with that because i know how that kind of shit goes i know obviously because there's life happens a lot of street fighter yeah in between all of, that, yeah that's what i mean like yeah. it's hard to imagine us not playing a ton of street fighter <laughs> yeah on the weekends so speaking of the twitch stream right so that this is relevant to all these conversations uh june the 2nd when street fighter comes out i'm taking the day off for that day so i'll be streaming street fighter 6 all day steve will be there if he's taking the day off if not he'll be there you know as quickly as he can Mm -hmm. Uh, jeff is considering taking the day off so we may have like a a long street fighter 6 stream on the second (laughs) as we learn how to play the game i'll play it all day with you guys yeah oh yeah yeah, take breaks. We can to take have little breaks yeah, to like rest our hands. Yeah, but yeah. No, I really want to kind of go off the deep end with it, and uh, get comfortable, really comfortable with Ken, um, and Manal. Yeah. Is, is I'm I'm actually considering moving Manal ahead of Jury, in the learn them lineup. Like like learn them. You know, oh. I'm gonna definitely still use Jury, but I think I'm more intrigued by Manal these days. So listen. Uh, you missed it. You went to bed last night, and we kind of dicked around on stream and watched funny videos. Jeff found someone that modded the Street Fighter Six cracked beta or whatever, and did a Luong outfit for Jury. Whoa, dang! Yeah, boobs. Um, <laughs> and then, as far as Final Fantasy Sixteen goes on the stream on. June 21st at 11 Central, 12 Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. I will be starting a 16-hour straight stream of Final Fantasy 16. So I will be playing Final Fantasy 16 from 11 p.m. Central to 3 p.m. Central the next day. Good luck, man. And then it's gonna be a this gonna be tough. I got it. Uh, you know, I have actually been si- kind of training myself with the longer Twitch streams. Like uh, mm-hmm. the last day of my vacation back in March, I think I did a ten-hour stream. If you can help it, eat light. Oh yeah, no, day. bro, I can't be eating all kinds of stuff and having a cock of duty in the middle of the night. Like that's going to take up two hours <laughs> of my stream if I get bad stomach problems. Just more like you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you ate pizza, you would you would just be tired you know what i mean like so you want to you want eat something that's going to keep that energy up yep yep so you'll be fine come watch me be probably delirious on stream after a certain time um and yeah i'm gonna check in with you um, occasionally hour 15 for sure yeah yeah (laughs) i want to watch that last hour it's about you just drooling on on your what if you turned in and i was just asleep (laughs) <laughs> people were still You've got watching like a thousand viewers yeah <laughs> i find I, like i make partner from sleeping <laughs> so all right guys those are the dates you need to know okay april 26th right at 9 30 eastern 8 30 central 6 30 pacific right. episode 100 stream of high potion on twitch third round TV. of the character draft baby third, third round of the draft twitch.tv slash blue harvest pod June 2nd, Street Fighter release day stream. June 21st, Final Fantasy 16 stream. That's the dates you guys got to keep in mind. It's going to be fun. Um, so listen, guys. I hope you guys are excited for Final Fantasy 16. If not, keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to hear that <laughs> shit. 
Um, and we will see you guys next week. But before we do that, how about you follow Steve on Twitter at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Email us. HighPotionPod at gmail.com. Leave us a review. Cripes! Please. Leave us a review. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see you next week for episode 100, babe. Later. Bye. Hey!